This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by Muck Delivery, bringing you the food you love. Muck Delivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the result... You'll always be winning with muck delivery, just like Leicester City this season. So the only thing left to say is, you win. Order now on the McDonald's app, and you can also get rewards points delivered too. So that ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via app at participating restaurants 18 plus. Rewards registration required. Points only on menu items. Delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. 95% of Uber Eats orders are on time, which is great. Because when I want my spicy shrimp pad thai, I want it on time. Because, baby, there's no time like the present, especially when it's pad thai related. But on the off chance your order is late, Uber Eats will give you three months, $0 delivery fee with a free Uber One membership. On time, pad thai, baby. On time claim based on latest arrival time shown after order is placed. Offer ends to 19 Current Uber One members not eligible. Subscription will auto-renew at $9.99 each month, starting three months from initial enrollment. See Uber.com slash Uber One for terms. Benefits available only for eligible stores. Order minimums apply. Hello, Matt Elliott here. Hi, Alan Smith here. Hey guys, Ian Hume here. Hi everybody, Jerry Taggart here. Be sure to watch. Chris and Leicester Till I Die TV for all the latest Leicester City news and information. You can also subscribe on YouTube and various social media channels for the latest updates and news on Leicester City Football Club. Come on, you foxes! Happened in 49, 61, 63, or 69 when they reached the final. But the class of 2021 have delivered. Leicester City are FA Cup winners. Well, well, that was, uh, well, so far it's been a, a bit of a shock um, with the results today. But, uh, well, let's hope there's no more shocks tomorrow, eh? Big game tomorrow, though. Yeah, I know it's Man United, um, Man City, Liverpool. But the big game, obviously, is Crystal Palace. The uh, I always thought of them as a bogey team. But actually looking at it, 
He's not actually beaten us in five games. This is Leicester Till I Die TV. Listen to us on all your favourite podcast platforms, including obviously Spotify, Google, Apple and Amazon. And thank you if you are listening in and watch us on uh, Lesson Till I Die TV. And if you are doing that, then please, please do press that subscribe button. Good evening. Is. So we've got Palace coming up and let you, let you, let me even as well, bring in my co-host, always here for me on the preview show, my wise old owl, don't tell him what I, don't tell him what I call him when he's not here, my wise old owl, Craig, good evening sir, how the devil are you? Good evening Chris, I'm good thanks, hello everyone. But, well, I'm sure being of a certain age, and I'm not saying that you ever use this, but um, you, you will of course remember or have heard of Dear Deirdre. Yes, I will. I, I do. I am aware of Dear Deirdre. Yes. Yeah. Like, like you say, you know, you did. I used to just read it because it used to make me feel better <laughs> myself. Well, I'm going to have a Dear Craig moment, if that's oh, okay. okay. Because, Mella, good evening. How the devil are you? He says, hello, Chris. With your experience of disappointment as a fan, he's knowing Leicester very well now. He knows Leicester <laughs> very well. Please, can you make me feel better, pal? <laughs> I don't think we can, can we? Well, I would say probably the greatest moment in Watford's recent history would have been that playoff semi-final victory against us. Um, now, if you weren't in the championship, you wouldn't have had that moment. So you've got a chance of enjoying that again. <laughs> Not sure that's a lot of comfort to him, but <laughs> I know what well, you mean. Mella, you know, as I said, and I want to make this clear again because I've not spoken to you personally for a long time, but I do get a bit of stick on Twitter for it. I don't hate Watford. <laughs> I don't hate Norwich. And I have nothing against their fans at all. It's just the way that your clubs are run. Um, I'm, I'm, I'm hearing a yellow bias there, Chris. <laughs> well, maybe a little bit. No, I just think you deserve... It was fans deserve more and we've been there haven't we Craig you know with uh, mm -hmm. with maybe owners and managers that sort of don't know what they're doing but yeah mate you just need to, to get a new owner in at Watford because it's I can't he, he's not going to change is he he's, he's, he's well he changes managers more than he changes his underwear I think I know and it's and it's got to be disappointing because you've got some decent players by the yeah. sounds of it today you know you had enough chances to have got something out of that game but as we know, you don't take your chances and you, you run the risk of, of giving them away at the other end. You don't, you don't. And, you know, just write to him and say, look, changing managers doesn't help. And when you're sat 12th or whatever it was in the Premier League and your owners come in and say, well, we're sacking that manager, you know, you, you've got to start questioning. But mm. it's harder to get uh, people off the board these days than it used to be. Yeah. Um, Doug, good evening, sir. How the devil are you? Thank you for joining. Getting nervous yet? Big game tomorrow. Big game tomorrow. Um, I'm looking. Well, it better not. It better not be a bad game because I put my show back, my post match show back, so I can watch it. <laughs> you know what it's like, Craig, when you when you build these games up to be something, <laughs> and suddenly 
it's the most disappointing game of the season. Well, it happens a lot, doesn't it? It's pleasure when Sky build them up into the, you know the game of the season or whatever. But I, I think Liverpool, I, I, I think Liverpool will win that game. I'll be very surprised if they get beaten. Let's put it that way. I don't think they'll be beaten. And I had uh, yesterday, I did a stream. It's still on the YouTube channel, Leicester Divide ITV. And I had a Man City and a uh, Brendan, uh, sorry, Bernard, who was a Man City fan, and um, Connor, a Liverpool fan. And I think there were never this huge gap between Liverpool and Man City mm. that Sky seemed to me. You know, Liverpool have come back in, and we've all kind of been bought into it. I know I did. But mm. when I was looking at the facts and figures, some of the start of the season, Liverpool were above Man City. I mean, it, it gets on my nerves, to be honest. You know, they're, they're billing this as the title decider, as if, um, you know, all the rest of the games to come don't count. You know, we yeah. might as well just, just finish it then. You know, all these, I know they try and big things up. Uh, yeah. But as football fans, you just get a bit fed up of it because we've all been watching football long enough to know that you can get freak results. You know, mm. nothing's over until... Hazard's not one into the top corner, as we all know. Yes, yes, yeah, it's true. TM, good evening. How the devil are you? Are, are you not watching the match? You're currently 1-0 up, talking to big surprises. But see, seeing as you're here, TM, I mean, I, I honestly thought that I wouldn't bother doing it this week. But, hey, just just for you, just for it's you. It's time for the Daily Spurs. Fourteen years, forty days, no hours, but forty-three minutes and forty-five seconds. And TM, you don't have to thank me. And you know the work that I do it just for you, just because we like you as a Spurs fan. To be fair, I mean the way they've been talking this year, um, getting in the top four is like winning a trophy, from what I've heard. Well, yes, yes, and you know. We're still waiting for you, Tottenham. We're still <laughs> waiting for you. Let's just say that. 8TM, you're welcome. You're welcome. Uh, but, I mean, we, we've 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 got a match to look forward to tomorrow. But mm. let me just go back to Thursday night, because you were at the stadium. Yeah. Uh, I was I'm interested to get your thoughts. And I know you did a video for me, mm. but um, and that's on Facebook, and people can go on and watch that. But I watched that, and it, yes, it wasn't the most exciting um game as a as a neutral but i thought we played very well we've played a hell of a lot worse than that yeah i think um particularly first off i um mm. i think um that we i wouldn't say we dominated but i think we edged the first half um they looked dangerous on the break but uh, they didn't really make the most of the possession that they had. But it looked to me, and I think uh, Brendan alluded to this in his post-match comments, that he was quite surprised that they seemed to be happy to get players behind the ball mm. and and block up the middle of the park um, to stop the space for the likes of Madison and Tielemans to operate in. And they did that pretty well. So our only opportunities were out wide. And as everyone who, who saw the game know, that, that was a little bit hit and miss. Not everything was coming off. Um, Barnes, you know, you couldn't knock him for for trying in terms of trying to get forward and 
But he, he looks for the same thing most of the time. He looks for that little one-two, and when that's not coming off, the ball is ver- invariably turned over. Um, Kaleci had a great chance, should have scored, you know. And, and again, I think Brendan has been quoted as saying, "You've got to be making the goalkeeper work." He's had three of these opportunities in recent games going through on the keeper, and he's tried the little dink in all three of them, and he's missed all three. Um, almost trying to be too cute. But when you're on top and you have those moments in tight games, you have got to finish them and hopefully it won't come back to haunt us. But overall, you know, we um, I thought we played pretty well. Second half yeah. was a little bit disappointing. But I think the other thing was that we didn't see anything too worrying from them to, to make me think that we couldn't go there and get a result. No, and maybe, Brendan, just, just a hint here for you when you're saying that about uh, Inacho. Maybe play him a bit more and he'll get a bit more match practice, you know, because last year mm-hmm. when you were playing two up front, he was banging them in. So maybe, Brendan, look at yourself. Look at yourself, mate, you know, before you criticise these players. I mean, Andrew says here, uh, just his opinion, but Nacho is seeing a living. I've just said, I, I don't think he is. I think he plays very well. I think he holds the ball up. Um you look at him as for scoring goals because he's a striker, but as I've just alluded to, mm. you know, we know how he plays better. And <laughs> Brendan doesn't play that way, does he? Or no, he doesn't. He... I, I mean, I I think he had a, a... Overall, I thought he had a poor game, I must admit, um, mm. the other night. I don't think he held the ball up very well. He had done in previous games, but I don't think he did on that one. And as we've seen in, in previous years, he is a player who thrives on confidence. Yes. And the trouble is, as soon as that starts ebbing away, you know, missed chances, it gets worse. So um, I think there's been a little bit of a deterioration in his game over the last few games. Um, But, I mean, he he managed to score against Man United. So, yes, he does need the run of games. And I think he's going to get them uh, Mm. because at least he does hold the ball up, as I say, even though it wasn't his best game the other night, he does hold the ball up better than Daka uh, does. If, yes. you, if you're playing with Daka, it's got to be, you know, it's ball over the top and that's it. Um, yeah. At least with Ianacho, he, he does have a little bit more variety to his game. Like like you say, there's nothing there that sort of, you know, to say that they're second in the Dutch league mm. and maybe it says something about the Dutch league that they are second. Mm. Um, but going away now to um, to PSV... I don't think nil-nil is the worst result going. Obviously, it would have been nice to go with the goal, but they've... And I don't know whether he's going to play um, Inacho or or, or Dakar. I, I'd like mm. to hear your views on that. But if he does play Dakar, when they've got, to, they've, got to, they've got to come to us because it's at their ground now. They're yeah. going to have to come to us, which would enable Dakar maybe to have that space mm. if he is played to, to, you know, the, the, to get the breakaways. Yeah, I think so. I think what you can't leave him though is isolated because they do have a lot of quick players. Their fullbacks were yeah. very quick, um, and they have a couple of quick wingers. So you know they're not lacking in pace. So yeah. the the service to him would have to be good. You couldn't just knock it and hope he gets on the end of it. Um, but it's a lack of support up to the striker that's that, that worries me that yeah. we don't get players around them long enough. Um, as I say, Barnes will look for a one-two, but. He doesn't really, if the ball's on the other side of the pitch, he's not always getting in and around uh, the box. Midfielders are not always getting in and around the box. Uh, and again, Brendan alluded to um, Dewsbury Hall, who had a great game that night, but he does yeah. need to start chipping in with some goals as well. You know, we, we look to be relying on something magical from Madison or Ian Acho and, and Barnes. You know, there's not, mm. we're not 
chipping in with goals all over the place at the minute and we don't seem to be getting that many players forward but just going back to your point there about them having to come out I think they will have to come out they are a team who look to play on the break um but they can't do that obviously at, at home unless they give up possession to us and sit in yeah which I think they I think they came for a draw if they mm. nicked anything I think it was a bonus I think they fancy themselves at home so they came to get a draw and Daku or Nacho for you? Um, I think you'd have to go with Nacho. I, I, I get your point about playing in behind, but I think if the ball goes up to him and it doesn't stick, then you're never mm. going to get out, uh, yeah. is my worry. So I, I would I would look to Daka later on in the game, to be honest. Yeah. I mean, Tillemans, and last point on this, but Tillemans was obviously playing a more deeper role because yeah. we had no Indeedy. We and and we've got no Mendy in, in the in the um European squad. Yeah. Uh, we've got him in the Premier League squad. Are, were you surprised no Chowdhury starting? Um a little bit, but I was quite pleased that he went with um with Tillemans and, and Jewsby Hall really as a two. Yeah. Um would not surprise me if on the away leg he goes with a back three and and pushes the wing backs further forward, which means the centre of those three can act as the defensive mm. midfielder almost and push out. Yeah. Um, and that would allow you to, to play on the break more with your wing, uh, your fullbacks, your wing backs getting forward. So I, I think I, I would be looking to pot potentially do that depending on who's fit. We saw Johnny Evans um, look like he was limping off at the end, yeah. holding his heel. I've not heard uh, any more reports from that, but again, for me, if you had Fafana in the middle, who can step out into that defensive midfielder role mm. and Amati and Kags either side of him, that wouldn't be a bad ploy yeah. for me. I feel sorry for Amati. <laughs> he's done so well no. and, and he's just been dropped. But, it, hey, we can, it's only half-time. Exactly. We're, we're not out time. of it by a long way, you know, yeah. and there's some worse results than, than ours, <laughs> Roma. <laughs> um, but uh, let's wait. But anyway... We've got a game coming up uh, tomorrow. And thank you for doing the uh, show today and mm. not last night because it is, again, still on the YouTube site, Leicester Saladai TV. You can see my conversation with uh, the ex-Leicester City women's football team. And I know I've got the letters the wrong way around there. Uh, manager Jonathan Morgan. A, a very honest and open interview. And I didn't realise without him and his family there probably wouldn't be that particular women's team. Um, and from where we were and where he'd brought us to, yeah, it, we, once you get in that top league, I mean, as he, as he admitted, there's a huge gulf between, you know, first and second divisions in the women's team, bigger than the men's. But, mm -hmm. uh, yeah, I, you know, respect for him for coming on and being open and honest and uh, and respect from, from all sort of Leicester fans for everything he did for, yeah. the, for the women's team. But... I'm just seeing some breaking news come up. Um, what is this? Yeah, the Thames flood barrier apparently is going to be closed um, because of Arsenal fans' tears. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I Very good. <laughs> I couldn't resist it. I couldn't resist it. I mean, right in a bottom, they haven't won in about eight games. The bottom of the form table, and they go and beat Arsenal. Yeah. And and as a as a public duty for all you Leicester fans, I did go on to Stephen Fleetley's channel just to just to say well done, guys, and uh, Arteta in follow the process. 
He wasn't too happy, but I, I did it. You know, I took one for the team, guys. Took one for the Thanks, team. Thanks, Chris. Well done, mate. Hey, hey, you're welcome. You're welcome. It has to be done, doesn't it? Um, but we've got Palace uh, on Sunday, 2 o'clock, not on TV uh, or the normal sort of TVs. Mm. We're on a bit of a good run at the moment. I mean, we've said all, all season, Craig, you know, like we beat Man United 4-2. This is it. Our season's going to turn around. We we beat Liverpool 1-0 just before Christmas. This is it. Our season's mm. going to turn around. False dawns, a few false dawns this season, but maybe it's starting to come right because we've been we've been getting a few wins, a few clean sheets, but we're getting the players back now. Yeah, and I know for every two we get back, we seem to lose one, but mm. um, uh, baby steps, as they say. But are, are you feeling a bit more confident now with, with the way the squad's looking? Um, I think so. You're right. We are we are getting our best players back on the pitch. Um, mm. Uh, plus the return of Johnny Evans. Um, so, um, you know, yeah, it looked like Thomas was going to be out for a while, but he was back on the bench uh, and waiting. Obviously, we'd be a lot happier, I think, if Jamie managed to get himself fit and stayed fit yes. for the rest of the season. I think that's yes. the... I think we we always see how much we miss him when he's not there. I think we, we take him a bit for granted and he can go two or three games without um, scoring... But we forget what else he brings to the team, you know. Mm. Um, but, yeah, we're looking more solid. Um, I think, you know, some players have dipped a little bit this season, this second half of the season. Tielemans hasn't been quite at it. But then you've had the likes of Dewsbury Hall, who's who stepped up and had a fantastic mm. season so far. Um, so I would be, I, you know, I'm, I am feeling more confident. It would be interesting, this game, because you've got two teams who have both got one eye on the next game, which is unusual, mm. you know. Yes. We've got yes. the return leg and then they've got the cup semi-final uh, mm. at the weekend as well. So it'd be interesting to see what teams are put out, uh, whether anyone is risked. Uh, yeah, I think we're both mid-table teams, to be honest. So uh, we're not, we, we, neither of us are, are going down. Neither of us are going to get into the European places. So no. we're both no. looking at cup competitions for some glory. So, I mean, I mean, they're yeah. sat in ninth, we're sat in tenth, and even in the form table, uh, they're fifth in the form table, we're sixth in the form table, so you yeah. can't you can't split us. I just want yeah. to say, Brad, yeah. this is Brad, by the way. Yeah, yeah. And I know now you can't you <laughs> I wasn't sure but you I, I've worked this out now. Um, granddad and uncle Albert, it is a matter of opinion. And you are an arse, sir. Let me just say that. <laughs> That's my opinion. You are an arse, sir. <laughs> now, I'd like to know on, which was his which, to be honest. Well, I didn't want to, I didn't want to ask. I didn't know which yeah. was worse, you know. But no, Brad, you're welcome. Thanks for popping on, mate. I mean, uh, let's, let's have a look, look in, in, into this game here. I mean, it, it's... You know, it's very similar. I mean, you know, we've only, both of us again have only won three uh, in the last five. Um, but Palace, you know, did get that draw against Manchester City. Um, Brad says he'll let us argue over who's who. Cheers, Just because your girlfriend's on a high, mate, you know, don't uh, <laughs> enjoy it. You know, it won't last. <laughs> enjoy it. Um, but I mean, we, we lost to, to Arsenal, which was probably going to be a, a bit of a free hit at the time, I think. But again, you know, not much between us. There's not. I mean, they're very similar. They're not letting goals in either, are they? Looking at that, you know, yeah. what 
only Burnley. Having said that, Burnley and Watford have both scored past them. Um, so, yeah, I mean, it's on paper, you would be struggling to find uh, find a favourite, wouldn't you? Uh, they're, yeah. they're, you know, he's done a great job there, to be fair to him. You know, I wasn't sure. I'm sure a lot of people weren't sure about Vieira coming into the Premier League, whether it would take him any time um, or not. But he's he's found a way of playing. When you look at their squad, they've got some very good players, um, particularly offensively. Uh, and still, you know, the, the, I think Eze's not back at full fitness yet, but um, he's found a right combination. Um, the guy they got from uh, from Celtic, who we were linked with, Edward, yeah. hasn't really hit the ground. I was going to ask you. I was just going to say that you know he's not. Uh, may, may, you know, maybe we we were good to to not go for him. Yeah, and I think it's uh, is it Meta or something uh, who's been scoring the goals. Uh, for them, but uh, I've said before on this program that I really like Elise down the right hand side. I think he would have been great for us uh, looking for a right sided, left footed player. Um, and Gallagher in the middle, obviously, he's he won't be playing. I would imagine he can't play or he won't be allowed to play in the FA Cup semi final. Yeah. I don't know if it's Premier League rules, um, but I would imagine it would be part of the agreement that he can't play them in whatever competition. So, um, so he's got nothing to to save himself for. So mm. he'll be an interesting watch in the middle of the pitch. I think it'll be a good battle between him and uh, Dewsbury Hall. I would think. Oh yeah, I would think Terry. Good afternoon, sir. Evening, whichever you want to call it. Sorry, I'm late. Just stop laughing at other awesome of epic matches. I forgive you then. You're allowed to be late if that is what you're doing. And as Brad says quite rightly, I'm the only one that feels strange watching another side bottle fourth place. <laughs> yes. And they, they, they've been at it all season, Arsenal. Because, I mean, I, I did take the wee out of them a bit last season, so they were enjoying it. And when I did post that comment on Stephen's chat, his argument is like, well, you're not going to be in Europe next season, are you? And I'm like... Yeah, but you're not there this season. Where's, where's that argument going? It was a bit of like a, a one-legged argument, that one. Um, but yeah, like you say, I think with Edward, I think we probably um, were, were, I think he was overrated. And the thing was, obviously, Brendan looked at him and thought, well, he knows what he plays like. And a bit like Benkovic, who we had in Scotland, yeah. and was playing every game. He's he's knows enough to say, yeah, you were good up there, but you're not going to cut the mustard down here. No. I think I think you you, you sense, tend to find the players that come down from Scotland and, and are a success are either sort of um, the combative type. So combative midfield players like yeah. John McGinn um, yeah. or fullbacks who can bomb forward um, uh, Tierney at Arsenal um uh, Robertson um obviously who came, who came via Hull yeah um at Liverpool so those players who um it's all about their power and their pace and their physicality when it comes to strikers and defenders you know when they're playing against better strikers or they're playing against better defenders that's when the the players from Scotland tend to struggle a little bit so it is a gamble i think at either end of the pitch it, it it is um, last. Well, we, we've we'll come on to it later in the did you know section. But you know, I've always thought of Palace as a bit of a bogey team for mm. us. But 
they've not actually beaten us in five games. But oh. look, looking at the one in previous, the earlier on in the season at Palace, um, we played them quite early on, and I don't think we'd sort of quite realise how the season, you know, <laughs> is going to be for us this season. Um, two two. I mean, yeah. looking back on it, Palace definitely deserved it. And they were lucky, I think, not to not to actually win it. For Leicester to be tuning up at half time, we 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 nearly that yeah, was nearly a, a bank raid job, wasn't it? Yeah, it was. Yeah, now I remember it because I think uh, did Schlupp got the equaliser? Yes, think. he did. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, um, yeah it was definitely uh, one of those where <laughs> the result was much better than the performance. That sure, you know, based on our overall performance, uh, even taking a point seemed to be a bit of a smash and grab. Yes, no, no, it did, and I've been I've been surprised by Palace. You mentioned it earlier. You know, I thought you know they've ne- they'd never sort of done much under Roy. They'd had their sort of mid-table, you know, anonymity, if you like. You know, he kept yeah. them in that. He was ne- they were never in danger of going down under him, but they were never mm-hmm. going to win anything. Um, shame he can't do that at Watford, really, isn't it? But you know, <laughs> you got um, Palace. I thought. Thought Vieira never managed in this division before, and I thought he was going to, you know, really struggle. And I had I had them as down like fifteenth, sixteenth. But yeah. in fairness, he's he's again, you know, as a lot of teams have this mm-hmm. season, they seem to sort of do quite well, like Brighton mm-hmm. uh, and West Ham, and they've kind of dropped off. But you know, they went to Arsenal and beat them three 0 Yeah, I think what he's got is. Um... He's gone with sort of youthful players or players who weren't necessarily uh, playing at their best. And, and he's mm. put an arm around them or he's given them an opportunity. Um, and let's face it, most of those players are younger players. He's someone that they will look up to. He's, whereas yeah. with Hodgson, if you were a forward-thinking player with Hodgson, you're thinking what I'm being told to do first and foremost is to track back and defend. Now I'm being given a bit of uh, freedom to go forward. I'm being allowed to express myself uh, a bit more. We're looking to score goals, not just keep them out and nick one. Um, That's what that team needed. You know, those players, those young players needed. Go out and express yourself. I'll give you a bit of a structure because, I mean, one of the best midfield players that there's been in the Premier League um, so he knows how to set up um, uh, defensively. But those yeah. those people, when they're on the ball, he's allowed them freedom. You know, Zahar looks, seems to be a lot happier than he has been for many years. Mm. Um, and I think they're enjoying the football again. And when you're enjoying your football, you start getting results. I mean, I've, I've just, <laughs> just made a note here when you said about, about strikers. Um, if you're a striker under Roy Hodgson, you're expected to take corners, isn't it? Well, that was the case, wasn't it? Um, yeah. Yeah, they but, never really. I, I mean, what they? I mean, they had Benteke and Ayu. Uh, they didn't have a prolific one. They haven't really got a prolific goal scorer now, have they? But what they're yeah. doing, which we don't have, they've got a lot of players who are chipping in with goals. You know, we're we're looking at one, two, three players to provide mm-hmm. the most uh, most of our goals. So, but they they're chipping in from all over the place, and um, it'll be a tough game, that's for sure. Yeah. Um, Terry says the question is who is going to mm. keep Zahar quiet? Um, it'll be interesting to see what he goes with. Um, mm. I think it will be whoever he wants to start 
against PSV will be on the bench. Yeah. I think. So whether it's uh, however he mixes his fullback, so it wouldn't surprise me if you get Thomas and JJ starting. Yes, with yes. Ricardo and Castagna on the bench, saving them for uh, for for the PSV return. To be honest, and you know if it comes down to a bit of physicality and and pace and power, then you know JJ's up there with the best of them. I think. Yeah, uh, but. Uh... I'm not going to, we're not going to do pick a team because like I said, we, we just realised that's yeah. been impossible this year. I mean, as a centre, you know, as a, would you play Evans at all in this one? For me, I would keep him for um, PSV because he's got that experience. Yeah, I think if there's any doubts at all uh, over that heel, uh, I mean, if it is just a matter of he needs a rest, then uh, I think he will do. Yeah, I can't, I can't see him playing him, to be honest. I think it will go back to Marty, it wouldn't surprise me if he goes back to Amati and Soyuncu. Yeah, Fafana's on the bench as well and rested. Yeah, gonna say good evening. Uh, he's raiding his. <laughs> I, 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 I know you were in the chat earlier, Static, when uh, when I made that comment to Stephen. But I hope you know it's all in good fun. And I wasn't laughing at Arsenal. I was I was crying, <laughs> absolutely crying. Sorry, mate, but you got you got to take it. You got to take it. Oh, tattooing, oh, tattooing. I mean, you were talking about um, Vardy, and mm. I, you know, I, I I thought he'd maybe have one more season in him, but I, I think it's not the fact that he can't do it. It's just the fact of his recovery time after yeah. injuries, and in a lot of ways. We know this season, certainly in the Premier League, is pretty much written off. So if you're going to experiment, then maybe this is the time to do it. But I think for next season, moving forward, I don't think we're going to see Jamie starting as much. And I can see him, as I always said, being used like he was against Burnley, mm. coming on for that last 20 minutes or so and causing havoc with very tired defenders. No, I I, I agree. Um, he's... He's tried his best to look after him and Brendan's tried to protect him. But you're right. It's not so much about him not being able to do it when he's on the pitch. It's these injuries that seem mm. to be taking longer to, to recover from. Yeah. You know, and it looked like he was going to come back and then he got another little niggle. And and the problem is, I think, you know, in, in years gone past, you would have probably played with the niggle because uh, yeah. you're a bit younger, you're a bit fitter. And now yeah. if they feel anything, there seems to be that element of we've got a big enough squad so we'll protect you until you're 95 percent fit you know 100 yes. fit obviously ideal but i think you're right it'll be interesting where brendan goes to because obviously he's talked about rebuilding the squad mm. um i think more than likely we're going to lose telemans it'd be interesting to see whether he decides to tinker with that afterwards and that um uh and that he tries to find a way to go back to two strikers. And it wouldn't surprise me if he bring, brings in another striker, to be yeah. honest, because um, I think Daka needs some time. And I think Iheanacho yeah. isn't consistent enough. So um, it's going to be interesting. It's going to be a very, very interesting close season for us, I think. Yeah. But uh, you're right about Vardy. I think, uh, I think he'll be a, a, an impact player for us. Yeah, static, uh, mate, and <laughs> I feel for you. I do feel for you. I laugh. I think, I'm not going to deny. I laugh, but I feel for you as well. I think I, on Arsenal, just a quick one on Arsenal. Mm. I, I I'm not surprised at what's happening, to be honest, because when you look at that team, and and 
you know, Arsenal fans will watch them a lot more than me. They're a young team and, and yes. young players are inconsistent by the very nature. Mm. And they're not experienced of seeing a season through to the end. I know some of them have got a lot of games, but the same way that we we, we weren't really, we, we've not had that consistency to see a season through. It's a long season. And it didn't surprise me, to be honest, that Arsenal have, have, have dropped off a little bit because you look through that team, that's a pretty young team. If we can keep that together and add one or two to it, then I wouldn't be looking to get rid of Arteta, to be honest. I'd be looking to give him some more money and build that team around a fantastic bunch of youngsters that they do have. Yeah, I mean, I agree. And it's not for me to sort of tell Arsenal fans what you know how to feel and what to do. But, you know, he's come in, he had a lot of dead wood in that, in, in that, in that squad. Uh, a, a few troublemakers, if, if the rumours are true, and he's slowly getting rid of those bit by bit. Mm-hmm. And you know, he's, he's rebuilding, but rebuilding is never—it's never a quick job. It's always no. got to be sort of taken over time. And t- talking about rebuilding, like you say, yes, possibly. You know, I think I say he will go for another striker because you can't let. I mean, I, I don't think you can let Jamie go. But I mean, would you first of all do you think Jamie would at this point go well? You know, let me go down to another, uh, maybe a lowered league team and and play out. But then it's going to be harder because those games are tougher, yeah. aren't they? No, Jamie will end his career here. I can't see him going anywhere, to be honest. He will, you know, if anything, he will probably want to go away in the summer and get himself as fit as he possibly can because this will have been a wake-up call to him yes. that his career, sadly, is getting into its twilight years. And I would imagine that he would want to go out with a bang. Yes, yeah. Hopefully, maybe scoring the winner in the in a European final. Who knows? <laughs> Who knows? That'd be nice. Would you? Um, good point made there, dog. By the way, would you? I mean, you know, like you said, and I think it's a problem with the problem these days. And I said this the other night on a channel, is that when players come in, you can't expect them just to be brilliant straight away because they've been brilliant at another club doesn't necessarily mean they're going to be brilliant at yours because they've got to get used to everything. Yeah. I mean, I always quote, and I could be totally wrong here, but I always seem to remember when Keegan went from Scunthorpe, I think it was, to Liverpool, mm-hmm. he didn't see the first team for <laughs> quite a few months, you know, and, and while they got him acclimatised. And that's even more so. I mean, I know you bring some foreign players in, for Fafana, mm-hmm. for example. It's like, you know, they've played here for years. But... You know, Sumari, it's going to take them time to get used to the Premier League. It does. I mean, if you think of any of us, you know, if if you took us out of a job that we'd been doing for the last 20 years and yeah. took us to another country, it's you're still not going to be the same person that you were yeah. in another country. It's going, to, it's going to take them time to acclimatise and get used to it. And I think we've seen in patches that these are clearly good players. I think the jury's a little bit out on, on Samare, but it is rare for, for players to come in. I think this season, you've probably only seen um, the guy at Spurs has come in and, and started really well. And um, I think it's Louise at, uh, uh, at Liverpool has done great coming in, but it is a rarity. You're right. So yeah, you've got to be looking at next season to see the best of them. Yeah. Uh, TM apparently says it's 2 0 now. <laughs> She's celebrating like they've actually uh, won a trophy. It's still only one game, TM. It's still only one game. Um, 
what was I going to say? Uh, yeah, I mean, Facebook user here says, how much time does Perez need then if we're hoping Daka gets 70 minutes tomorrow? Uh, Perez, I think finally, maybe Brendan's seen what the rest of us have seen. I think so. I I, I think he, he brought him in because he, he pressed well from the front, but he doesn't offer enough other things. Uh, for me, Perez is a, is a player who's suited to Spanish football or Italian football, where it's a little bit slower because he's a clever player. I, I, I mean, let's yeah. not let's not say that he's got nothing about him. No, no. I think there's been plenty of games where he's taken up very, very good positions, and he is an intelligent player, but he's not really on the same wavelength as everyone else, and he has that sort of um, mentality that when things are not going well, he, he he tends to his head goes down and he, and he stops working hard, uh, yeah. and at the end of it. In a Brendan team, I think you've got to work hard, uh, yeah, or yeah. or you'd be called Harvey Barnes. <laughs> You're not saying he's got favourites, are you at all? So we've played nine again, showing how close we are. Uh, nineteen games played against each other in the Premier League. Uh, seven wins to us, eight wins to Palace. Because at one time, like I say, they did feel like our bogey team. Mm -hmm. uh, it, it is going to be another tight game. I, I, I can't see it being... Uh, I, I mean, I, in one way, I've gone for a draw. And another mm -hmm. prediction thing is I've gone for a Leicester win. I just can't work out how this game's going to go. No, uh, I think I said last week uh, in the Manchester United uh, preview that it had a draw written all over it, and I think I think this has got pretty much the same. To be honest, as I say, you know we've we've got um, we've both got our eyes on the next game. So mm. as much as they'll want three points, I think this is just one to get through unscathed for both teams. Yes, oh de definitely. Um... Well, we're not going to predict the squad because, like I say, it is impossible no. to. But, you know, looking at some of the main um, areas, I mean, we, we, we've, we've kind of touched on the defence and what have you, but uh, do do you bring Mendy back in tomorrow? I think he will. Uh, mm. I th I th again, because he can't play um, against PSV, I think he'll, he'll he'll put him in and he'll, he'll look to protect players and keep them fresh. Um, I think I know people were raving about him against Manchester United. I, I thought he had an okay game, you know, mm. solid enough. Yeah. I thought in possession he was a little bit wasteful sometimes, but he does a job that the others can't really do. So I think I think he'll play. Um so I, yeah, I, I would bring him back in. Um but it'd be interesting to see who he does rest. Mm. Um I, th I think the centre halves will rest, as you say, we're not going to pick the team, but I think he will look to put out a strong team but rest the players that he can yes. afford to rest. It's nice to be in a position where we can say we can actually rest. <laughs> you know what? It could be, it could be one of those uh, where you get to see a couple of the youngsters again. Um, mm. I know there was a couple on the on the bench. Braybrook uh, was on the bench for, yeah. for that game. It depends if the under-23s or whatever it is, the Premier League 2 have got a team at the week, uh, a, a game. Uh, I don't think they played today from what I saw. Um, but it is the, this is a kind of game where it is an opportunity because it's going to be a tough game, so yeah. a good game, a decent opposition. So it is a good opportunity to see how a couple of these youngsters stack up. So it'd be interesting mm -hmm. to to see if a couple of them at least get 20, 30 minutes off a bench. 
the, the obviously there's all the talk about Tillemans, will he go, will he mm. stay? And we'll probably come on to that in a, in a bit. But I mean, with Mendy, he nearly went in January. Yeah. Um, has it highlighted? And again, you know, maybe you know, there's certain things we've got to take out of this season. Is that without Indeedy in there, we 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 are a bit short in that. We've got Chowdhury who can mm. fill that role. We've got Mendy. Uh, he seems to be going with Mendy now rather than yeah. Chowdhury. Do we hold on to Mendy? Because he's never he's never let us down. And at the start of last season, when indeed he was injured, he played really well. Yeah, I think I think that will be down to Mendy. To be honest, uh, I'm not mm. sure what his contract situation is. Um, I. Uh, now I, that 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 one is the that is that's the youngster Jake that's the yeah. troublemaker, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, well, well done at getting a draw with uh, only ten men on the field. How many men do you want to end up in the field for you for the for the second leg, mate? <laughs> uh, I mean, talking so, about the gap. To, sorry, Craig, I'll come back to that in a second. Talking about the gap, Jake. There's a bit of a one appearing between West Ham and the top four, isn't there? Yeah, I say back back to back Europa League seasons isn't bad for West Ham, really, is it? So no, you know, no. and and it'll be interesting to see how they how they replace Rice next season as well. Well, exactly, exactly. Um, maybe maybe do a swap with um, mm. with Mendy. No, we're, yeah. we're talking but, we're talking about Mendy. Yeah, we? so Mendy, as I say, I'm not sure what his contract situation is. Maybe someone someone viewing um, uh, can find that out, but. Um, I would think he he would probably want to be moving on now because he's he's qualified for the World Cup with uh, with Senegal. He's won the African Cup of Nations with Senegal. Yeah. I think he would be looking to be number one choice somewhere. And even if he stayed, he's not getting in in front of uh, Ndidi to be honest. So I would like to keep him. I think he's a better option than Chowdhury. If you're going to move one of them on, I think Chowdhury should be the one to be moving on. He's at a stage in his career that he should be moving on mm. and getting more um, more game time somewhere and, and kickstarting his career. I think he will only be a, a bit part player at Leicester. Um, so I'd like to I'd like to keep him unless we're bringing in someone better, and that's always the case, isn't it? You want to strengthen your team, not lose yeah. them, but. My yeah. my thought is that Mendy would want to leave. I'm sure he's not happy at how he was treated. Yeah, um, and I think that's going to come into play as well. I think so. I think totally. And you can't blame the guy, like you no. say, with what he what he's recently won. Um, strange decision um, with Luckman bringing him on to play up front, but then again, he, he had done that against Liverpool and scored. Um, do you go with him or Brighton on? Uh... Um, yeah, I was surprised at All Brighton. I, I'm surprised All Brighton stayed on the full 90 minutes, to be honest. And I think at the time, I thought when he brought JJ on, I thought he would play him and bring him on for All Brighton and just play him in front of Ricardo. And you'd have a double threat that side. Uh, but I think, again, li- listening to his post match comments, it was all part of uh, Ricardo's recovery that they don't really want to push them. So yes. uh, he was going to give him 60 minutes and that was it. But. Um, I think Luckman needs to keep playing now. You've got what we what we got eight nine games of the season. Yeah. I think he needs to be getting a run of games now to see whether he's worth taking a punt on. Because uh, I think the jury's still out. He's played well in some games and he's been quiet in others. Mm. I think now Brendan needs to give him enough pitch time to be able to make a, a fully value uh, an evaluated. Um, 
I know, I know I, was, when I was talking to an Everton fan the other day, they weren't over enamored with him when he was there. Uh, but yeah, I mean, I think, I think what we're going to say is he's better than under, but whether he's good enough is the question that they say has got to be decided. I think the, the, the thing with him is from a squad point of view, he can play equally well or as equally as poorly on both sides of the pitch, which mm. when you're looking to have options off your bench, he's a, he's a, he's an ideal player. He can play down either side or through the middle. So from a, a squad uh, point of view, he is kind of an ideal person to have in the squad to be put on the bench because he gives you those options. Yeah, indeed. And Terry, yes, it will be controversial if you're going to play Barnes and Luckman. <laughs> his place. The other, the other, the other team in the ref might notice we'd got twelve players on the pitch, but you know. <laughs> yeah, I get what you mean. I get what you mean. And Jake, yeah. you know, um, I got to scroll down and find the foxes, mate. It's past your bedtime. It's ten to seven. What are you still doing up, Jake? Come on, get to bed now, young man. Your dad's slipping. You know. Um, <laughs> Up front uh, for tomorrow, um, do we do we stick with Inacho or do we go with Daka? Because we've got when I mean, we've got two games a week now, mm. virtually till the end of the season. Yeah, um, I think he'll go with Daka. To be honest, mm. um, I, again, I know we're not picking the team, but I think it'll all come down to who his team is for Thursday. Yeah. Um, and I think he'll start with Ian Acho, as I said earlier. So I think he'll play Dakar. I think yeah. you're going to see almost two Leicester City 11s in these two games, wherever, you know, where he can, mm. which speaks very highly of the depth of squad that we've got at the moment. I, th I, think, it, I think it does. And I think um, we, we've had the squad this season, we just haven't had the fit yeah. <laughs> squad this season. Mm. Um, LDH here just coming back about Mendy's contract. He signed a three-year contract in 2020. Um, so maybe he's got one season left. He was our most expensive signing at one point. This is the uh um this is the thing. Doug yeah. saying here, how do we feel about the game tomorrow? Um, uh I, I assume you're talking about Liverpool Man City, not our game. No, I'm going to presume it's our game. Right. <laughs> because, well, I, I think, as we've said, you know, it's a game where both uh, both teams will be looking to their next game. Um, mm. So it's one of those. It's almost it's almost got the feeling of a dead rubber game. Yes. You know, at the end of the yes. season, that yes. it doesn't really matter because you've both got much bigger games coming up uh, a few mm. days later. So, as I say. Uh, it's it's a bit of a, a, a nailed on draw for me, but um, yeah. we'll see at the end. Doug, if you were talking about some little insignificant game um, for you know tomorrow that's going on, I, I don't know. Sky haven't mentioned any other game other than Leicester Palace tomorrow, <laughs> but um, there is a program on Leicester Till I Die TV. Look under the football show heading, and you'll see. Yesterday, I did a show with a Man City fan and a Liverpool fan uh, talking about it. Very interesting fact. And I learned a bit of the research I'd done for the thing, but it did nearly end up with handbags at dawn, uh, <laughs> to be honest with you. Uh, Doug says, uh, like a testimonial match or a pre-season friendly sort of match. Yeah. yeah. You know, I think you're right there. 
nearly a tenner for a notebook. <laughs> yes, well, it's branded. What can I say? It's top quality notebook, not your sort of Poundland ones. Um, and yeah, Doug says he was meaning the the, the Leicester game as well. So you you keep saying this, and it's very true. There are other games on the horizon for both yeah. of us. Um, I mean, I'm sure um, Crystal Palace. We're a little bit disappointed that Chelsea managed to knock six in after having a couple of bad games. Yeah. But we have got um, the European second leg. It is away, unfortunately, but that's one of those things. We've got... And I know you're trying to keep out the way of the sun. I am. I mean, I mean, it's... It's you sunshine. want the crazy I mean, curtains. I don't mind if you want to get up with crazy shock. curtains. Yeah. You, you do look like Marvel's latest superhero, you know, Sunman or something. What can I say? You know, well, who was that character on? No, this is a DC character, Two Face, where you've got two different faces. Yeah, I'm not, I'm not sure. I'm not, no, I'm not I sure think, about I that. Two Face. It was in Batman's, I think. Oh, uh, well, right. Yes, but uh, but no. Um, so we've got we've got. This game on Thursday, we've got PSV away. It's nil-nil, so it is still winnable if we can get through there. And wouldn't it be just typical of Leicester to have had two really good seasons when, as as Louise said on Monday night, we didn't bottle fourth place. We did well to get fifth place, um, mm-hmm. and that's very true. But the season we're not we're struggling. It would just be like Leicester to go on, to go on and win this competition. And if we get through, we've got. Um, um, possibly Roma, but they struggled against uh, Blot Glimt, whatever they're called from Norway. Yeah, Bodo Bodo Glimt, but Bodo I think Glimt, Bodo Glimt. Now, I'm not sure if it was in the in the group stages of the Europa League that they both came down from. Um, probably not, or it may have been last season. But I'm sure Bodo no, I think Glimt they were both in the. Uh, uh, I'm sure. Season, I'm sure yeah. um, Bodo Glimt beat. Uh, Roma 5 2 uh, in a previous season, so they've sort they've, of. I think they beat them 6 1 this season, to be honest. Oh, was it? With you. Right, okay, yeah, yeah. yeah. Then this um, is what so they're saying. It was, it's no way could you presume that Roma was going to beat them. No, uh, and you know, that, it's a tough place to go. I mean, it's quite high up, I think, in Norway, so quite in up the Arctic into, Circle, yes, yeah, in the Arctic Circle, yeah. uh, artificial pitch as well, mm. so um. You know, in some ways, Roma might be an easier game for us. I know we're getting a bit of ahead of ourselves, but um, yeah. and you know, I, th- I don't think Mourinho has got particularly fond memories of us. So um, no, no. I mean, let, let's get let's get ahead of ourselves. Why not? <laughs> would you? Would you? And I know we want to win every game. Of course, we do. And we've got two games in hand. And if we've got all these players coming back. Seventh and a possible conference league place next season isn't out of the question. I know it's very, very unlikely, but it's not totally out of the question. But thinking that that's, you know, we probably won't get that. Does Brendan say, right, this is where I'm putting all my eggs now? We're going oh, to definitely. go for this European. Definitely. I think, um, you know, I, I'd take 16th place and, and winning this competition, yes. you know, all, all day long, to be honest, because... Yes. It means we have European football again and we're starting mm. to get a taste for it. It's going to be yeah. disappointing after three consecutive seasons of, uh, yeah. of not having European football. So, you know, this is our only chance realistically. So, yeah, I think it's a, it's a, it's definitely all eggs in this basket. Yeah. I think um, TM says she's got her thin glasses on, 
well, <laughs> well are they those X-ray specs yeah. where you know you, you see through clothes? I, I, know you, I know you can. I know you can get excited by score Spurs scoring a couple of goals, but I think you're taking a little bit far. <laughs> I think I think it's because you're on screen. That's what it is, Greg. All oh, right, okay. <laughs> That's what it is. Uh, yeah, and Terry's basically agreeing with you. He's got an artificial pitch. Um, which we we know, you know, remember QPR having one. Yeah. It's never easy to play on. We're going to have a look at some uh, fun facts and do some score predictions mm. in one second. Uh, but we'll do that straight after this. Yeah, please, if you are watching on Leicester Till I Die TV on YouTube, please be sure to like, possibly if you can do share, and uh, definitely please, please do subscribe to the channel. It helps. Well, I mean, if TM was having a bit of a sin moment when they were 2 0 up, don't know what you're going to be doing now, TM. You, <laughs> you <laughs> do what your husband's in for a good night. That's all I'm saying. I'm not saying any more. Just. <laughs> Good luck, Mr. M. Yeah, <laughs> I tell you. Right now, yeah, I, I said I, I alluded to this earlier um, that I thought sort of Palace were a bit of a bogey team. You know, that when I think more of the fact that when they have beaten us, it's usually been like four-one or something, five-nil, something yeah. like that. But we are unbeaten. Uh, Leicester are unbeaten in the last five Premier League matches against Crystal Palace, and there we go, having lost each of their previous four against them. Mm. So. Again, I'm just wondering if I dare say that because it's almost like tempting fate, isn't it? It is. You know, you can go either way, can't you? You can say all oh, records are there to be broken, or yeah. um, or they they get perpetuated. So uh, indeed, in no, that's a big. It's, word. it's a tough one. We are we are very very similar this season. I think. Yeah. Um, I, I mean, we I think we're both capable of going on a run of good results and both and throwing them away. It'd be mm. interesting though to see where Palace would have been because I know early in the season I think they had four or five games where they conceded goals right at the end of games mm. and they <coughs> they could have easily had four, five, six, seven, eight points more than they actually do. I know most teams can say that but they literally were conceding goals in time added on so they could have had an even better season than they are to be honest. Just quickly going back to that um, Spurs score there it's clearly it's interesting to know that the old England midfield uh, is continuing, and not Gerard and Lampard can't have decent performances on the same day. <laughs> boom, boom! I like it. I like it, sir. I'll give you that one. Um, and but please don't talk about last-minute goals or even past-minute goals. <laughs> it does send a chill down me back. Yeah. Uh, Palace have won their last two away league matches, beating Watford and Wolves, having won only one of their first 12 away fixtures this season. Uh, the Eagles last won three in a row in April, May 19. Well, you know that then that, yeah, play Leicester, play Leicester. Uh, and Mr. Mr. M, well, he, he's getting undressed and he's getting into bed ready here. Oh, wow. Look at this, 4 0. Gerard L. You know. Oh, Conti must have had a word with them, I'll tell you. Um, Kelechi and Nacho. 
Let's talk about him. He's been directly involved in 18 goals in his last 20 Premier League starts for Leicester, 13 goals and five assists, and has netted four goals against Palace in the top flight. His best tally against a single opponent. Reading yeah, that, you I, know that you know that Dak is going to play, don't you? <laughs> I was going to say, yeah. As I said <laughs> earlier, yeah, you definitely play Kaleci. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's uh, oh yeah, yeah. I mean. Let's be honest with you. We criticise him, but I'm sure we couldn't do uh, we couldn't do any better. I mean, from where from where Kalechi was uh, a couple of seasons ago, where he was almost a pariah yes. um, to Leicester fans. You know, when he came in, when we were playing behind closed doors, and we had all the injuries, and he was forced to go with two up front. Kalechi was fantastic then, and he's continued to be you know decent as those as those stats show. You know, and yeah. I think um, yeah. I think I saw on Twitter this week somebody had put a stat up about um, Ian Acho being in the top five, I think, of the Premier League in terms of goals and assists or um, versus minutes on the pitch. So we can't really knock him, can we? No, no. And I think the fact that we've seen more of him means that we see more of his play. And like you say, yeah. you know, he's he's good at the, with the ball at his feet. You know, he has oh, he is, yeah. Which we... we because he was hardly on, we hardly ever saw. Uh, good afternoon to eagle-eyed Nate. How the devil are you, sir? Um, eagle-eyed Football, please go over to their channel. I was on their channel the other night. Um, uh, Leicester, it's always a tough game. I can't say we'll definitely win, but I need to see us put in a good shift before next Sunday. I think we know we're both saying the same version. It could be either club you're talking about, except Thursday for us rather than Sunday. And please, please, Nat, do me a favour. Beat Chelsea. <laughs> we can't let them get to another FA Cup fight. Beat them. Beat them for us. Uh, Nate, I'm going to ask, and I don't think you are, because I think I was talking to Rich earlier, but... And if you don't, if you know, I'm looking for a Palace fan to do the watch along with me tomorrow. Uh, I'm struggling to find a Palace fan that's either not going to the match or is actually going to be watching it at home. If you are, if you know anybody, Nate, please tell them to get in contact at Leicester TID on Twitter. And it's for the watch along tomorrow. Uh, I won't say good luck for tomorrow because obviously I won't mean it. But I do wish you all the best next weekend against Chelsea. Uh, I don't think there'll be many Leicester fans rooting for Chelsea, do you? No, I, th- I think I think Palace are going to do it this season. I think they they're, they're going to follow us up as the underdogs taking the uh, taking the it. cup. I'd love yeah. it to be honest with you. I always like to see the so-called, let's say, non-big six. Yeah. Um, oh, are you available? Brilliant, mate. Brilliant. Um, Pop your Twitter in there because I've, I've only got the main Twitter account for you. Pop the Twitter on on there, and I'll send you a message. Thanks very it's, much. It's like it's like before. watching live Tinder, and you both matched. <laughs> <laughs> yes, you thought blind date was finished, but no, no, no. We bring it on, and thank you for saying Tinder, and not the other one. I appreciate that. <laughs> um, but let's uh, quickly moving on. Um, the Eagles have kept a clean sheet in each of their last four matches in oh. all competitions, with Palace last having a longer such run back in October, November 2011. So that's going quite a way back there. So mm. it is it is very, very close. Now, 
we're going to come to that point that we always do towards the um, <laughs> steady on Craig, he says. <laughs> um, yeah, well, he, do, he doesn't get too excited at his age, Nate. You know? <laughs> just, uh, now then, um, Manchester United, just very quickly to touch on them. Um, this was Everton you played Manchester United. They, let's be honest with you, couldn't fight their way out of a bag. And then they come up against Man United with Ronaldo back. Mm. And I, I just kind of have to play this for you. <laughs> <laughs> you know what makes that even more funny is the fact that it's a Man United fan's laugh that I'm using yeah. Yeah. on there. I'm sorry, Man United, but you deserve it. You really do. Right. Um, <laughs> in relation to Neil, he says there. Uh, yeah, Nat, don't say stick, stick your um, stick your Twitter in there or, or message me on at Leicester TID, and that would be great. We'll have a chat. So, score predictions, young wise owl. Mm. Um, I've gone, and I, I'd kind of changed my mind, to be honest with you. Um because I'd gone in, in, in the prediction show, I'd gone for a draw because I think this has got draw written all over it. But I'm I'm so far behind on the points in this. I've gone from top to bottom in one season that I actually changed my mind and went for a 2-1 win. Ian Marshall's gone for the same score, but the other way around to um, the... Uh, okay, mate. Cheers. Thank you. Um, he's gone for 2-1 to Palace. Uh Walsh has gone the same as me, 2-1. Or I went the same as Walsh, in fairness. 2-1 to Leicester. Tags has gone for a 2-2 draw, as has Steve Linux. And Ian Wilson's gone for 1-0 win to Leicester. Um, the 3-1 is still available for you, Craig, if that's the way you wish to go. It is, but I'm going to go with another score that's not been taken there. And uh, I think it's I think it's a 1-1. You think it's a one-one? Yeah. The draw does seem, like you say, to be to be popular, and we are we are very um, very well evenly matched. I say at the moment, yeah. it's 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 a if you've got the, the the battle for the title later on on Sunday, you've certainly got the battle for mid-table supremacy yeah. between our two teams. You know, two players I want to touch, very quickly touch on you with you though, Tillemans. Mm. Um. I mean, the paper is saying it's a straight fight between Arsenal and Man United to get his signature. And I don't think he'll go to either of those if unless one of them gets that fourth position and ends up in the Champions League. Um, I don't I don't see him going to Arsenal at all, to be mm. honest, even if they're in the top four. I don't, I don't I'm not sure where he fits in uh, at, at Arsenal, um, to be honest. I think he's obviously is a great player, but the way that they're setting up across midfield with Party, and then they've got Emil Smith Rowe, um, I don't think he'll be wanting to block uh, the progress of his, of his youngsters. Um, I don't know. It's it's, a, it's an interesting one. He, he looks to me more of a Spurs player than an Arsenal player, um, yeah. because you've got you've got pacey runners you know off him and and i don't think they've got that kind of player in their midfield you, you see their best playmaker at the moment is harry kane who seems to be dropping back and becoming a number 10 um so I'm, i i think they've got a space in their team 
Manchester United is weird, isn't it? Because, you know, Bruno's not going to be dropped. Um, I, I, I don't know if Pogba's going to be going. I think I think with Man U, I, I, I think any paper that says it's going to be a straight fight is just, I know it's unlikely, but it's like mm. they're just making things up. Um, because it's not a Manchester United decision. It'll be a new manager decision. Uh, and until they've got the new manager in place, it's pointless talking about Man U favourites to sign him because you know the manager may fancy him, he may not fancy him. So um, I'd be surprised. I'd be surprised if he's still in the Premier League. I think he'll go abroad. Yeah, that 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 everybody seems to think that he's stopping here. And yet, um, talking about me and Nate being being on Tinder, I mean TM and and Craig. I mean, you know. This is why Craig went for it, I think. Ah, I think it was the right. he, he knew you'd gone for one one and he wants to sort of butter you up, as they say. Personally, right. I'm not into that sort of freaky stuff, but you know, each to their own, each to their own. Um, but he hasn't as I, I still say, yes, he's likely to go, but he hasn't said no to Leicester. That's the thing. But you know, if he stays another, I know he sort of said about staying another season, but we're not gonna let him run his contract down and sell no. him for nothing, are we? No, I think a lot of people were getting very excited where it, where it sounded like he was prepared to stay. But if you, you know, it was a very cleverly worded statement. You yeah. know, what he said was, if I have to stay here another year, then I'm more than happy to do so. Yeah. yeah I'm sure he is, you know. So he's not going to throw his toys out the pram no. and want to move. All he's going to do is run his contract down. So yes. um, for, for Tielemans, it's a win-win, to yeah. be honest. I think... We have to get a definitive decision. It's either you sign it or we cash in in the summer. Yeah, yeah. Oh, definitely, definitely. Yeah. And I, I was talking to, I think whether you were on the same show or not, I was talking to Darius, the Man United fan, mm. and yeah. he was saying that he thought Leicester had handled this negotiations badly. Uh, mm. But we've been in conversations with Tillemans for a year. Yeah, I you don't know, know what else you can do, to be honest. No. You know, you, you put an offer on the table and the player decides to take it or not. And there's no point in in um, ostracising him in the middle of a season when he's one of your most important players. So, you know, I, I don't know how else we could have handled it, to be honest. You're quite right there, Nat. I hadn't noticed that. Leicester Palace versus Crystal Palace. <laughs> oh, right. Excellent. Yeah. Can I just say, we've been one hour, eight minutes into this, and I know I didn't put it up straight away, and I was rushing. Um, but, you know, you know, you know, excuses for old men. You know, I should have gone to Specsavers. Uh, there's no rumors that I'm going to be taking over from uh, Mike Dean at the uh, end of the season. Um, but yeah, it, 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 this will run and run. But like I say, I think the decision's got to be made in the summer. Yep. And very lastly, Gallagher at, at Palace. What mm. a player. I mean, I don't think we would get him, but if Tillemans was to leave, I'd, I'd take him. I'd take him, wouldn't you? Oh, definitely. Definitely. Mm. I think um, I, he's similar in some ways to Dewsbury Hall, but he, he tends to play more off the right-hand side. You can almost have, have those two players sort of, Running right in the middle of the middle of the pitch, what you want, and and then you can play with a proper number ten as your ball player. Um, yes, I, 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 I'm not sure because I mean Chelsea is saying that they're not going to sell him. You know, he's going to take a silly bid because I, I assume he's yeah. he's under a, a longer contract. But then he's got the decision, isn't he? You know, d 
does he then go back and say, yeah, okay, I'll stay and then not play? I mean, I can't, there's a, um, a couple of players have done that, have said, okay, I'll stay and fight for my place and uh, not got the move and, and have, uh, it's not really worked out. I think Deli Ali was, was one, you know, yeah, I'll stay and I'll fight for my place, new manager coming in, blah, blah, blah. And now yeah. he's making the bench for Everton. So yes, I yes. think Gallagher has got a big decision in the summer as well. He is, but I have. You are going tomorrow, I take it? Well, no, for oh. once. I, I won't be there. I shall be uh, accompanying my daughter to the Olivier Awards at the Albert Hall. Oh, um, very nice. Yeah, obviously it was booked uh, before we got this far into European competition and uh, our games were moved. So um, sadly on this one, I, I won't be there. So um, I wish you all, everyone who is going there, I wish you all a 6-6 draw. Um, but secretly, <laughs> I hope it's a boring nil-nil and I've missed nothing. Can I just say, if we go and win this like 3 or 4 nil, you're not going to another match all season. <laughs> I know, I'll be banned. Yeah. <laughs> That's the thing. Well, is it is it black tie event and dinner DJ? No, no, it's not. It's not that bad because uh, I'll be up in the I'll be up in the gods, but uh, I I shall be uh, at least putting on some clean underpants. <laughs> well, <laughs> that's a first. Yes. <laughs> well, hey mate, enjoy it. Have Thank a safe journey and have a great time with your daughter there. Cheers. And uh, we will see you. We've got Watford next Wednesday, not in the not in the Premier League, but in the Quiz League. In the Quiz um, League, yes, indeed. We, we still need, I think it is a Villa fan and, and not, I think Norwich fans have just disappeared off the face of the earth, to be honest <laughs> with you. But uh, we've got Watford coming in. Um, so I will see you then, sir. And we've all just got a couple of... Um, uh, 14, George, 3-1 to Palace. Yeah, I think you might be a Palace fan there, George. <laughs> you might just be a Palace fan. Hey, it could be. I, I, I'm not that confident. I'm going to have to be honest with you, going into this against Palace, but uh, but fing, fingers fingers crossed, fingers crossed. Uh, yeah. And yeah, it is Leicester Palace versus uh, Crystal Council House. That is the new titles for the teams. <laughs> Craig. Have a safe and good journey Thanks, down mate. to London and uh, enjoy yourself. And I will see you next week. Thank you very much, as always. Cheers. Thanks, Chris. Cheers, everyone. Cheers. Thanks very much to Craig. I do hope he has a, a very good time um, there. Um, the Olivia Awards. Ooh. <laughs> How posh. Not not for him, sort of, you know, the OK Magazine TV Awards. No, 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 no. But Craig, it has to be the Olivia Awards. Yeah, yeah, you can do that. <laughs> he does slum it to come onto this channel, you know. I should <laughs> normally find it's below him, but he's having to do community service. So that's why he's been with us for so long. Look, we're going to be back um, tomorrow at 1.30, hopefully with Nate for the watch-along, then obviously the post-match show after the Liverpool Man City game. Um that could be could be a good game. Could be a good game just slightly. But then again, like you say, sometimes you build these things up and they're not. Take care guys, stay safe and thanks for watching and thanks for listening if you are doing so on the podcasts. And I will see you tomorrow at 1.30. Bye bye now. Thanks for watching Leicester Till I Die. This is Chris saying goodbye and see you next time. Follow us on Facebook, Twitter and Instagram.
Social Podcast Network. It's the 90th minute. All your mates around. You've got your McNugget share boxes ready to go. Your mates already got booked for double dipping and you steal the last nugget, snatching all three points. Perfect. Automate delivery now on the McDonald's app. You in? At participating restaurants, 18 plus, serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans.